I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. Knocked so your out. only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show. I am so excited to be here today with my next guest. We have Lisa Odenweller, who is the founder and CEO of Chroma Wellness. And she is a, an incredible entrepreneur. She founded Chroma Wellness, which is a functional health and superfood company with a mission to bring superfoods to all. And she used to live in the Bay Area. We were just talking about that. She is uh, just outside of San Diego now. And Chroma is, isn't Lisa's first entrepreneurial venture. She owned an interior design firm for eight years. And in 2011, she founded her first food and wellness company called Beaming. I remember Beaming very, very well. And it quickly became one of the leading, most well-respected lifestyle wellness companies in the country. After exiting that company in 2018, uh, she found herself really thinking about what is her next amazing company to go out and found, and Chroma was it. So very, very excited to hear more of her story, which has gotten some amazing press, by the way, and it's uh, super, super great to really have you here and to hear more about your story. So welcome. Thank you so much, Kara. Such an honor to be here. I'm so excited for the conversation. Definitely. So, so tell me a little bit more about you and uh, growing up. I always go back to the beginning. So, when you were a little girl, did you always know that you were going to be an entrepreneur? I think reflecting on it, if you ask my parents, they would say absolutely. You know, it's a little girl that no meant yes, just a different way. So there was no such thing as no in my vocabulary. I was very clever at figuring out how to get the outcome I wanted, um, which I think you have to be as an entrepreneur. Um, I grew up with my father, my parents divorced when I was one. So when my dad would pick me up and we would go on car rides, he would always have like, and this is really going to date me, but like Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins and all these. And at the time, I think there were eight tracks. So I'm really dating myself but audio cassettes of business conversations. And I would listen to those in the car. Of course, I was horrified at the time when I was five. Like, what is this? But I was always surrounded by it because my father was very entrepreneurial. I heard him on business calls. He was a very successful developer. Um, My mom was entrepreneurial. She was an interior designer. My stepdad was as well. So it was in my genes, I guess, and in my DNA. I think though, there's certain things that just already happened in life uh, as a little girl and going through divorce and having a broken family seeing and going through some things during that childhood that, you know, really kind of taught me and, and at least at the time that I had to really lean on myself that, you know, the message to myself was I can only count on me. Right. And really kind of took upon myself that I would go and just be this strong businesswoman and I would create and became very, very independent. I mean, to some extent a fault. I mean, I've been undoing some of that wiring as well. 
But I do think it gave me some of the additional drive. I think it's an interesting conversation in entrepreneurship because I do think you can go to school for entrepreneurship, but there's certain traits that we have that you can't teach. You know, you can't teach someone to be a risk taker and be willing to risk everything, right? I mean, I didn't learn that in school. Um, and I had that. I'm like, it, to me, it's it's been, since I can remember, it's just, if, if something was that, had that conviction, you know, when I was little, I was like, I'm going to make it happen. And no one was going to stop me from doing it, right? So I think if I go back to my childhood, you know, it, it, it was always in me. My careers out of college, I started with Nestle, worked in the Bay Area, sold chili and cheese sauce and country sausage gravy. I was horrified, especially as someone who had been healthy my whole life. But it was my first job and they're going to give you a car. And I just thought I had just like hit the best opportunity in the world. And, you know, learned a lot in that and kind of just kept going through it. But every business, every corporation that I worked for, I found myself very entrepreneurial in the big company. So whether it was in Nestle and finding a niche within Nestle that I could solve a problem, or when I was at Oracle, I ended up in a new division that we helped create based on how to partner with big five consulting companies. So I sort of, even in a large organization, found myself in the fixing the problem, right? Or, you know, being incredibly innovative within a massive organization. And then it wasn't until after my daughter, my first child was four, that I decided to leave corporate America and really kind of focus on what can I do that's more conducive to family and starting a company seemed like the answer. So I started my first startup was an interior design company and window coverings company and had two more kids and did that. And, and so just kept building on that. But I always knew there's something bigger that I wanted to really make a difference in the world. So shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Each one of those was sort of a means to the end and to fit into the dynamic of my family, being available for them, still having time, but also able to make money and be creative and have some level of impact. But there was always this burning desire in me that I needed to do something big and really have a huge impact. So your first kind of startup was an interior design company. What did you learn in doing that? I mean, obviously you were passionate about it and I would imagine good at it, but what did you learn in that first company? I I think it's so important whenever we talk to entrepreneurs and founders that, you know, they learn so much along the way, but especially in that first one that they just didn't, you know, that one, I would say that one for me was a means. It was, the goal was, how do I make the most amount of money with the least amount of time so I can be with my kids and be creative and and deliver a service of need? So it wasn't, you know, where it's beaming and chroma is like this divine intervention of a mission, really, that I'm sort of like my life work. That was, I've got three little kids. I really want to be creative. I need to contribute to the family. What's the best way I can do that and solve a need? Because at the time we had just moved to San Diego and um, there was all this new housing development and there was all these homes. And I kind of looked at the opportunity and thought, what can I provide that all these homes need? And the two things that stood out were they all need landscaping 
and they all need window coverings for privacy. And I'm not going to be a landscape architect, but I can probably figure out window coverings. And so I ended up creating this award-winning window coverings company in San Diego, serving a need in its time because there was so much construction. Um, And it allowed me to be creative, make a lot of money, be available for my kids and my family, and and sort of gave me the training wheels that I kept building on, you know, in my future companies. I love it. So you mentioned Beaming. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that company. Beaming is, it's now owned by Earthbar and I did exit about three or four years ago, but it was born out of really my heart and soul. You know, it was that first venture that was born out of this passion for wellness that I had grown up with. You know, I was always... Grew up in a very healthy family, exercised my whole life, you know, eaten healthy, but always wanted to feel empowered with my health and wanted to feel like I I didn't just go to the doctor one day and they told me something was wrong. Like that, that just scared me. It was something that I just felt really uncomfortable with. And as I started to understand the power we have over our health, just by being more mindful of what we put in our body, very similar to you and what you've done. And these simple changes, removing diet soda or whatever it might be, like these simple changes have profound impact on your health. You know, I think that we take for granted that it starts with food and that's a piece of the puzzle. You know, yes, it's stress management and it's mindfulness and it's love and connection and all these other things. But just by what you put in your body and learning how much junk is in our food. And so as I really started to awaken to that and dove into nutrition, went to nutrition school at IIN, started to really understand the much, again, that that we really can control our health, you know, through food and that you know, 80% of our health is actually in our hands. Um, it's, it's not just something that, yes, there's some genetics to it, but so much of it is is in our control. So fast forward, I was, you know, getting older. It was in my late thirties and my husband at the time, he and I were starting to experience just some of the shifts as you get older. We were very active and we were always considered ourselves a very healthy family, but runs, you know, our bodies were squeakier and aches and pains, um, lots of inflammation. I don't even think we knew what to call it at the time. We just knew that we felt inflamed. We looked inflamed, our joints hurt and we're too young, right? But we, you know, doctors were telling you, well, that's just part of getting older. And I thought, no, no, that's not an acceptable answer, right? And hair was falling out, gaining weight, brain fog, you know, all of those things. And, you know, then if you go to most Western medicine, it's they want to give you medicine. And I didn't like that answer. So that was certainly part of like, how again, how do I take health into my own hands? I started to change the food in our family, focusing more on plants using organic, removing gluten, any processed foods, very simple changes. And all of a sudden, my husband and I were feeling so much better and the inflammation was going away. I was like, huh, this is really powerful. But the thing I think that was the most, the moment of truth for me in creating Beaming and Chroma and many of these others is that it's really been, it happened with my daughter. Um, She was nine years old. She was on ADD medication and... Um, I went to doctor after doctor and said, there has to be another way. And they said, sorry, no. I mean, actually, they even went so far to say is if she doesn't take the medication, she's going to end up in jail. And, you know, as a parent, and I wasn't educated at the time to understand, and this was, she's 23 now. So this is 14, 15 years ago. I gave her the medication. 
the medication caused mood disorders. And so then she had mood problems. She'd get very volatile. So then we had to give her mood medication, right? Which then made her catatonic. And she had like no life to her. She just sort of like went through the motions, which was then, of course, even more traumatic. And that's when I knew I had to do something. And we really, really dove into how can I take control of my daughter's health? And I started to learn, you know, it was the food triggering the inflammation in the brain that was causing her brain not to function fully. And at no point did any doctor ever talk about that. It was always solved by, by medicine. And so, you know, once I removed these inflammatory triggers, sugar, wheat, dairy, gluten, processed foods, the things that a lot of these kids are eating, you know, and it's not because we as parents mean to. I mean, we thought that whole grain goldfish were good for us. We didn't realize there was dye, you know, blue and red dye in them, right? So it wasn't because we, we intentionally were trying to harm our children, but we weren't as informed. And as I made these changes, she came off all medication and has never gone back on. So that was powerful. I mean, that happened in a couple of weeks and I was angry. So I was angry at the system that that was never a conversation. And then I was inspired and thought, now I have to do something, right? I've had this shift within my, my husband and I, and now my daughter, I have to tell the world. I have to do something with this information. And, and so those were some of the pieces of, you know, the kind of pieces of the puzzle that started to really kind of say, now what do I do? And as I thought through, okay, do I write books? Do I do blogs? Um, you know, at the time, I think Mind Body Green had just started, right? So it's like, let's create more content. And then I stepped back and thought the best way I can really inform and inspire and educate is through experience. And so I really decided to, how do I create food that is beautiful and high integrity, made with you know, superfoods um, and many things that people had never heard of in the time. I and mean, we weren't using mushrooms and lion's mane and reishi. And at the time, I know this is crazy to say, but 13 years ago, that wasn't a conversation. And how many locations did you have? Well, so this is before, this is pre-beaming leading up to beaming. I grew beaming to 10 locations. Um, the first one opened in Delmar, California in December, 2012. And prior to that, for a year, I had launched these superfood cleanses sort of in the community, word of mouth kind of thing to beta test. What if I create this incredible cleanse program that has beautiful food, but it's not cleansing really? You know, it's during the time of the juice fasting when everyone was drinking these juices that had 220 grams of sugar, right? A day and really weren't teaching you anything. And I thought, this is nuts. I'm watching my friends juice fast from Monday to Wednesday and then party Thursday to Sunday. There has to be a better way. And so again, really creating an experience that people could feel how you feel when you put good stuff in your body. So I had this idea of what if I come up with a superfood, very culinary inspired cleanse that uses these mushrooms and maca and spirulina and of course, kale and quinoa and all these other things. But it tastes so good that you enjoy it. It's not a painful experience and make you feel and look so good because ultimately that's, that's, that's when we buy in, right? Especially when it makes us look better. And it worked. And through a year of beta testing and we would have, I would launch a cleanse and I remember the first one was like $500 for five days. And my, and nothing existed in San Diego. There was like a juice cleanse that was $63. And I come out with this $500 culinary inspired cleanse. We think that 20 people are going to sign up for it. And we had a hundred people sign up for this program. 
and had no means to create it, right? And so my kids are labeling bottles. My friends are in the kitchen. <laughs> it was total mayhem, but we pulled it off. And it, it really became the beginning of me saying, this works. Food matters. If people can experience how good they feel when they put good stuff in their body and do it with flavor, highly functional, the highest integrity, then people will wake up and they'll, I don't have to preach it. it they've experienced it. And that's really that same thesis is what got applied to Chroma. So it was a long answer, but that seemed an important kind of pebbles along the way that has really put me on my life's work. Boy, am I ready for 2022. Who's ready to hire some new people to join the team? Don't spend hours and hours sifting through applications to find the right candidates. Use this episode's sponsor, LinkedIn Jobs, to help you find those perfect candidates quickly and easily. When you use LinkedIn Jobs, you can create a free job post in minutes. Your entire network sees the post you create, and so does LinkedIn's entire professional network of over 770 million people. And as applicants respond, you can use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to organize the process and find the right match. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires. You can focus on the right candidates with the right skills and experience and get your role in front of the most qualified people. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kara Golden. That's K-A-R-A-G-O-L-D-I-N. That's linkedin.com slash Kara Golden to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of the Kara Golden Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 2022 is here and New Year's goals and resolutions are underway. We all want to rock it this year, especially after the crazy couple of years that we've all had. But is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp can connect you with a licensed professional counselor quickly and easily in a safe, private, online space, too. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's a professional counseling done securely online, and it is available worldwide. You can connect with a therapist in under 48 hours and send a message at any time of the day. I want you to make this the best year yet and start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Kara Golden. That's betterhelp.com slash Kara Golden. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kara Golden. That's golden with an I. This episode of The Kara Golden Show is sponsored by Wix. We always want to put our best foot forward, and that means making sure that your website is where it needs to be. We all know that first impressions are everything, and making sure that your brand's website looks and works terrific is so key. When I'm visiting a website, I want to see that the site looks great and is easy to use. A bad website can really hurt a business, so it's so key to focus on making yours the best it can possibly be. That's where Wix comes in. Wix is the leading drag-and-drop website creation platform where you can build professional websites easily and quickly. Wix is the do-it-yourself for websites. 
easily create a great website without the agency price tag and with no coding background required. Whether you are looking to create a website for your business, side hustle, or simply want to elevate your personal brand, Wix is the answer and can help you build the site that you will be proud of. Wix works great with all the tools you'll need to stand apart for SEO and payment solutions to boot. Want to get started? Head over to Wix.com and create your website today. That's Wix.com to join over 200 million people already using Wix by heading to Wix.com to create your website today. So in 2018, you exited Beaming. And then what do you think was the biggest thing that you learned from that experience? I mean, you have physical stores. You, I mean, there, there's so many aspects of that that I think must have been a huge learning experience. It was incredible. I mean, it was my, I call it my training wheels. I mean, it was my, it was my MBA, um, you know, in entrepreneurship. We, I had no experience in anything to, to do what we did. I never raised money before. I never raised, opened a cafe or worked in a restaurant. Nonetheless, I wasn't a chef. I definitely had never built a business plan. Right. And so to even understand how to open a cafe and let alone go raise money for it. Um, I ended up raising, you know, $4.5 million really in the community. And that was based on people loving the product, people loving, you know, what and experiencing how great it made them feel. And they wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. They wanted to be part of it. They they knew, they felt the difference. They they saw how beautiful the brand was. But yeah, I mean, but then I also, and I'm so proud of the brand that, you know, we built and grew it to 10 locations. We had every celebrity in LA coming to our cafes. We had four cafes within two years. I mean, it was a total bullet train, you know, and we did so many things so well. And we were in every press magazine. I mean, people were obsessed. I would get stuff on the street everywhere I went. And, oh my God, you changed my life. Or, oh my God, the, the beaming cookie or the, you know, this is my favorite. Like, people couldn't wait to tell me, you know, how beaming changed their life. And, and you know, that just excites you even more. I think the, mis- the, the things that I learned the most though, were a couple, ultimately it cost me the company. And, you know, a couple key things we did um, that I've had to really sit back with as I kind of really uh, assessed beaming, sort of the end of beaming, if you will, as it was. And sort of now what happens next is I had the wrong partners. I didn't have partners that really were in alignment and specifically our board. I didn't choose our board. Um, They bought a seat on the board and that was a massive mistake. Uh, Not one of them had any experience in this space. And I think, and I, one of the reasons I bring it up is I think it's for anyone looking to have a board or having a board, they have a lot of power. And so making sure that your board members are really in alignment with you and really, really in alignment with your values and your vision. I totally agree. So yeah, it's definitely an important, how do you do that though? Like, because I think so many people think about raising money and then they don't even have a board, right? Prior to raising money, but then they're like, people are asking for board seats. And then it seems like then you start forming the board. And how do you get a hold of it before it gets a hold of you? Yeah, well, I didn't. <laughs> so, um, and that was my lesson that I'll never do that again, right? I'll make all sorts of new mistakes, but not that one. I think, you know, one is do you really need a board? So let's start there, you know, and depending on the stage of the company, we've built the company, you know, Chroma so far without a board. We just appointed our first board member a week ago. Um, it's been my business partner and I. And so, and people sort of asked for a position and then they just kind of didn't, didn't worry about it. 
because we never made it an option. We're going to choose our board, right? And we're going to do it very mindfully. And we're going to take the time. And when we worked with this board member for six months as an investor and as an advisor before we invited him on the board. So we got time with him. Whereas I sort of inherited the board, um, which I never recommend. Everyone is your best friend until things go wrong. You know, everything is wonderful until it's not. And when I found, um, and when things did not go right, um, instead of coming together as how do we resolve? We have the most amazing brand in the country. We're going through growth pains. Whether we grew too fast or we didn't isn't the point. We're here. How do we get through this phase? What people do we need? What's the team? And how do we do this together? And I didn't have that support. And so it was me sort of against the board for a couple of years. And it was a, it was a horrible experience. I always say it was more traumatic than anything I've been through in my life, but it was also my best teacher. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest, you know, lessons for me was really, you know, who you align with and, um, and then also just making sure that you have people that are, that can fill the gap of your strengths, right? I didn't have that business partner who was the operational and financial guru that I needed. I'm a visionary. I'm a creator. I'm a brand proliferator. Like I can get people excited. I can do create products that I would argue are better than any in the industry, but I, for Beaming, didn't have that operational partner that could help me make it really grow it and, and scale it. So I made sure with Chroma, that was the first thing I did was find that partner. So you were ready to start looking for investors. I, I did a little bit of research at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, right, for Chroma. And so tell me a little bit about that time, because I think so many people feel like you can't raise money during the pandemic. It's uh, nothing can be done over Zoom, whatever it is. But you went out and you just said, no, I'm going to go do it. So talk to me about that. And I know you, I guess your first investor was Dick Costello, I guess. And, uh, you know, that's really exciting. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> so my partner and I had been working on the business plan. We were ready to tell the world had poured our heart and soul into it. And the day we were getting ready to go tell the world was really the, the day the world shut down. And that is not the time to go ask for money uh, as people were trying to figure out how to get toilet paper and groceries. And so everything came to a screeching halt. For anyone who's raised money, you know, you were ramped and ready to go. And then in that moment, to have to pivot and go, okay, now what, right? Like, do we just put everything on hold? Are we just going to, like, is this not going to happen? Like, you just start to just kind of panic. And I did. And then as we kind of came through that, I thought, how can we use this time to our advantage? And what I ended up doing was creating the full beta program of our five-day reset. And I just got in the kitchen. What else were we going to do? We weren't going anywhere. <laughs> so it's like, I'll get in the kitchen and I'll create and do what I've done before. And I get into my mad scientist, you know, phase with superfoods and I'd already created several of the products, but I thought, this is my time. I'm being forced to sit still. Let me create this five-day program and let me go test it with some friends. And I can't go ask for money, but I can probably create a program that people want and that they would love to put good stuff in their body while they're stuck at home. And so I invited the first five people to go through the program. Um, and that was transformational. And it really validated my theory and people became obsessed. They lost, you know, I guess five, six, seven, eight pounds. They loved it. They felt nourished. They became obsessed with wanting the products all the time. So I was like, okay, I think, think I'm onto something here. I think this is really a, a thing. 
And then we, I did more and more betas and that became my tool to raise money. Um, and I realized through that experience is when people would really get what this business was and what the opportunity for impact was and, and all the really kind of what we were doing, right? It wasn't a cleanse company. It was really a wellness company that's helping to change habits and behavior and set people up for long-term success, right? By giving you the tools to thrive in your everyday, but the five-day reset helps you get there. People got it by doing the program. But that being said, I mean, to raise money and during the pandemic, it wasn't even just that, you know? So it was raising money during the pandemic, but for anyone raising money in CPG, any venture company was not going to function best in a pre-revenue pre-proof of concept company. No way. Like those days were over. So many of them had been burned too many times on that next hot thing that crashed and burned. And so every venture group I talked to was great idea. Come back and talk to us after you launch, which of course I couldn't launch if I didn't have money. So a lot of no's. Um, and that's discouraging. You know, again, anyone who's raised money knows how hard that is. It's like, I can imagine as an actor or actress, the amount of times that you get turned down and you just have to keep getting back up and do it again and believe so much in why our products had to be in the, you know, come to the world and the impact we were going to make and just staying so true to that mission. And though I couldn't not do it, but lots and lots of hard times along the way. I think the whole year of 2020 almost went through with not one check. Very scary. I was just petrified. I had emptied my 401k. I had gotten down to literally my last dollar. Couldn't pay rent. Couldn't like, literally couldn't even buy food for my kids. I was like about to move in with my parents. And um, on November 3rd, 2020, Dick Costello, the former CEO of Twitter, gave us our first check. That's amazing. Were you introduced to him or did you know him? I didn't know him. In fact, of all of our investors, I only knew one from who had been a beaming investor. So all of our investors were new introductions and they either came and, and it all happened because I went to every single person, friend, somebody I had crossed paths with at some point in my life and wanted to share what I was doing. And did they know anyone that would be interested? I went on LinkedIn. I Wild for dollars on LinkedIn. Like I went anywhere and everywhere to find a network of people that would listen to my business plan. Well, as a friend of mine wrote a book a few years ago, Porter Gale called Your Network is Your Net Worth. So it's, uh, and it's so true. It's, uh, you just have to keep going and figuring out like who can help you and ask as well. And ask. And I think, and that was, you know, with Dick, I was like, Dick, who, who else you got? <laughs> who else would be, who else would be in interested in this? And, you know, and it was all Bay Area people initially. It was John Callahan, True Ventures. It was Brian Meehan from Blue Bottle Coffee and Jenny Leftcourt. And all of them sort of get, got into it with me from the beginning. And then they made introductions. And really that kept building on itself. And ultimately that led to us having Gwyneth Paltrow as an investor. Um, I woke up one morning from an email from her, um, which was a pretty monumental moment. I was not friends with her ahead of time. She loved my last brand, Beaming. Um, and I knew that, but I didn't know that she knew me. And she emailed me and, and said, I heard through the grapevine, you've got a new wellness venture. I'd love to hear more. That was pretty amazing. Um, and that was a very pivotal moment in raising money and, and having her endorsement, obviously. Um, and Jessica Seinfeld and Amy Schumer and you know Greg Renfrew from Beauty Counter, Kenneth Nelson from Bazana at 90% funded by women, which was something that, 
like I had on a vision board, I was like, what, wouldn't it be amazing if we could be like mostly funded by women? And what if we could have really amazing people that are doing great things in the world that would be excited to be part of this, that are highly influential and would help us tell the world. And that was sort of the vision I had for how we would raise money for this company, uh, for Chroma. Um, but I, it, it, it came together better than I could have ever imagined. Not with a lot, of, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for sure. But uh, no, that's that's so great. We have at Hint, we have uh, I think over fifty percent of our investors are women as well. So it's uh, a lot of individual investors in in the company. So it's uh, it's been fun to gather that group over the years, and uh, and not just loving the product, but investing in me. Right. And wanting to back me as because uh, I think more and more, I think people are really looking for the story and, and the people that are matching what they're trying to do, especially in your case, how they're trying to live. So I every one of those people that you mentioned, and I know some of those people as well, that it's they they live exactly what you're talking about. So I, I think that it totally is is such a great match. So what are the number one products that, that you have? So, um, and I should mention, we just launched four and a half months ago. So we are new um, and I'm brand new. And our hero product is the five-day reset. And within that, there's 19 different products that you, you know, Chroma products that you experience, you know, a beauty matcha in the morning and start your day with this beautiful collagen infused matcha or our, our broths and our bone broths and our porridge and our cookie butter. Um, and so people really get to have a nice sampling of all of the different products. And from that experience, the the hero, the kind of the favorites are the beauty matcha, um, which really is a very, very special matcha. It's that's terrific. And oh, you've gotten to try it. Okay, yeah. Good. Yeah. It's awesome. You guys sent me some and it's, uh, okay. yeah. And it's so good. I, yeah, I'm obsessed with our beauty matcha. I mean, it was so much of kind of how Chroma started because I sort of have this desire. I want the world to drink matcha because it changed my life. So, and then our uh, porridge, our super porridge is really loved. I think it gave, gives people an option besides either skipping breakfast or eggs or, or toast or something. It's a very highly nourishing, you know, nuts and seeds and protein powder and hemp seeds and goji berries. And it's just really simple, but super satiating. That's on the program. And then of course, people like to use it incorporated after. And our broths are insane. I mean, they come from Australia. You can't believe that a powdered bone broth with hot water turns into this. Yeah. And they're really tasty too. They're, they're super good. So I, I enjoyed them a lot. So they're, uh, did you try the cookie butter? Uh, I didn't try the cookie butter. So, um, but that, but, Definitely. I'll have to give that one a try as well, because it was it was really that was the thing that I'm such a big believer that it's one thing for things to be good for you. But if they don't taste good, you might try them, but you just don't stick with them. Right. I'm a foodie. I mean, I came from the Bay Area, for God's sake. Like you have to be, you know, um, very have respect for food. And I have always believed that, you know, healthy should taste amazing. It's why it took me years to formulate the products. It's why I did the products for beaming and making powders taste good. is not an easy thing. Like there's an art to that. And um, I'm very proud of what we have, but those are, those are the top products. And um, we just came out with our one day resets this past week. 
which is really the opportunity to either, you know, reset every Monday and just sort of start your week off right, or it's a great travel kit, it's a great gifting item. So um, lots of other fun things on the horizon. I love it. So where do people purchase Chroma? Um, so we're online at chromawellness.com. And um, yeah, that's where we haven't done retail yet, but that'll that's that's in the future. Is that in the plans? So you'll do that in different communities as well? I think we'll do, I mean, a lot of our investors have their own retail, so we won't be in Whole Foods anytime soon, but um, specialty retail, we will. We partnerships that make, that are in total alignment and in wellness, um, some of which you can probably guess, um, will be there. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I loved hearing about your journey and uh, Chroma Wellness. Go out and purchase it, everyone. I mean, it's so, so good. It's K-R-O-M-A, by the way. And everyone, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Lisa, for coming on. And people can find you on social as well. Uh, you're all over the place too, I've seen. And and uh, what's your, on Instagram, are you also? Lisa underscore um, Odenweller. Um, just as it sounds, Odin Weller. And if it's okay, I would also love to offer, um, you know, anyone listening to this, a discount, a, a special discount from us. Um, That's and great. 10% of the thing. Yeah, we can put so, it into the the blurb on it too. We'll make sure that we get all of that in the notes as well. So that's terrific. Well, thank you so much. And we're here every Monday and Wednesday on the Kara Golden Show to bring on uh Lots of great founders and CEOs who are sharing their stories. And uh, we definitely learned a ton from Lisa. I certainly learned a ton from her. And it's a great product. I'm very excited to see where this goes. And for sure, um, if you have not picked up a copy of my book, Undaunted, please pick up a copy. You'll hear all about my journey. And uh, hopefully you'll pick up a case of hint as well along the way. And thank you everyone for subscribing to The Kara Golden Show and listening. And we'll see you again, hopefully soon. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Kara Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.